All right, uh, Death of Stalin. Dwayne, your take on this movie. Well, this is a biting satire. It's a, in the closing credits, uh, Stalin's uh, successor, Malenkov, is, he's played by Jeffrey Tambor. He kind of fades from the screen like another casualty in the power struggle after Stalin's death. Uh, blustering Stalin henchman Beria, uh, played by Simon Russell Peel, was a brutal schemer, and Malenkov was a useful idiot. Uh, but Beria ended up executed by Khrushchev, uh, played by an exasperated Steve Buscemi, who became uh, leader of the Soviet Union. Stalin is uh, the death of Stalin is by Veep creator Armando Iannucci. It's a comic arsenic. It's a recreation of these events, and it combines physical comedy with uh, casual ruthlessness, as suggesting a Monty Python remake of The Godfather. It's topical in the sense that they were basically gangsters, and Putin and his fair and free elections are made in their image. And the way that Jeffrey Tambor has been eliminated from the film's promotional materials is uh, Soviet revisionism at its best. This is all filtered through a selfish and sycophantic prism familiar from Veep, which, like Stalin, is merely an exaggeration of the truth. Stalin is playing exclusively at the Downer Theater, and you can read the full review at DwayneDudek.com. And speaking of Mighty Python, it brought a smile to my face, and I realized Michael Palin's in this thing. Yeah, he is. I don't know which 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 person he plays, but he is. Uh, he's on the hit list. Uh, he's on various. He's on Stalin's hit list, and uh, he's uh, struggling throughout the film to get off it. Yeah, uh, you've got <laughs> some interesting stuff coming up on television this week. Among them, wow, sixty minutes. What's happening there? Oh, you kind of know what's happening. You don't even. Well, for, Giannis is on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks player Giannis uh, Ante Kmolfo is uh, being interviewed by Stephen Croft. Oh, and there's some interview with some porn actress or something that I'm not too uh, I'm not too familiar with. And that are those are both must see TV events uh, Sunday on 60 Minutes. And Billions returns to Showtime, and there's a definite Milwaukee angle here. Right. Well, there is a local angle on Showtime. Yeah, it retur- uh, you know, it's about this uh, corrupt prosecutor. Uh, chasing his financier, Great White Whale. Uh, it's like a battle of corrupt titans. But there's a scene where a lot of these powerful men, it's on Showtime, by the way, where these powerful men are sitting around a table, and one of them is played by Mark Lazary, who, of course, owns the Milwaukee Bucks and has a speaking role. The, sh- uh, the show stars Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis, and it's on Showtime. And Bill Hader has an interesting role on HBO. <clears throat> yeah, I really uh, kind of enjoy this. Uh, it's called Barry. He plays an emotionally numb uh, hitman uh, whose uh, world changes dramatically when he stumbles onto an acting class taken by one of his victims and is mistaken <laughs> for an acting student. It's kind of got a, a get shorty premise. Yeah, Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live is a star of that series on HBO. And The Americans, am I correct, final season coming up here? Yeah, and it's fantastic. I've seen three episodes so far. You know, it's about these Russian spies living as average Americans in the 80s, and and it returns to FX on Wednesday. It jumps ahead three years to 1987 for the final 10 episodes. It finds the husband, Phillips, you know, he stepped away from spying to run their travel business, Uh, but the wife, Elizabeth, is in deep and uh, gets involved with a plot to destroy Gorbachev's modernizations. Uh, She slinks around in different wings and smokes a lot of cigarettes nervously and, Mm. of course, kills someone by episode three. But uh, but the big news is the seamless way their daughter, Paige, has become an agent. So uh, the Americans uh, won last season starting Wednesday on FX. And we're getting another version of the Paul Getty kidnapping. What's what's (laughs) happening with that? Yeah, you know, this just doesn't interest me, but I'm not I'm sure it's going to be good. It's on FX. It's called Trust. It's uh directed by Danny Boyle, who of course did uh uh <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire. Right. And right. it's a, it's it's the J Paul Getty story again retold with Donald Sutherland 
Hillary Swank plays the mother and Brendan Fraser plays the private investigator. Of course, this was all uh, told again uh, earlier this year in a movie uh, called All the Money in the World. The return of Roseanne and company has been getting a lot of exposure. Is it going to live up to its billing? Uh, yeah, I think it is. But I, I'm, I was never a huge fan of the show, but yeah. I can just hear her cackling uh, from here about uh, the return. It returns Tuesday on ABC with the original cast, including John Goodman. And back to film, Black Panther continues to uh, uh, smash records. Right. Yeah, Black Panther news of the week. I feel like it should be a segment. We should have a little musical <laughs> introduction. You know, the, the star Chadwick Boseman is going to host Saturday Night Live on April seventh. Yeah, uh, the week after Easter, and he's in the new Avengers film, which comes out at the end of April. And Black Panther has also been uh, named the most tweeted movie of all time, with more than thirty-five million tweets, beating the last two Star Wars. Interesting, movies. interesting. Steven Spielberg is uh, focusing, of course, now on Indiana Jones. This is number five. Number five. Yeah, Indy five. Uh, he confirmed it with in an interview with a Spanish a Spanish streaming service while promoting uh, his new film, Ready Player One, which, by, uh, yeah, uh, Indy is going to be written by Brookfield native uh, David Kapp, who's yeah. written a couple of them, as well as Jurassic Park. Uh, when they start filming, Harrison Ford will be 75 years old. You know, I and I hope they don't re reintroduce Sheila Boeuf as his successor, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I, I was not a fan of him or his role in the last Indy. And uh, they think that the new Indy could open in July of 2020. And uh, you've noted that news talk is really grabbing the ratings, at least last week uh, on cable. Which, uh, I mean, was it, was it a, a super interesting Yeah, good question. Well, it's hard to tell. There's so much going on all the time, day by day, and people are clearly politically engaged. But according to Nielsen, 26 of the top 40 most watched cable news programs were political shows on Fox or NBC. Uh, <clears throat> seven of the top shows were uh, basketball, of course, and NCAA. Sure. But only three scripted programs, including The Walking Dead and a Hallmark movie, made the list. Uh, Fox, you know, where President Trump seems to find most of his uh, staff, uh, is leading with 2.3 million viewers. But MSNBC, uh, the voice of the resistance, I guess, is catching up at 1.9. And supposedly neutral CNN is down to a weekly average of 1.1 million viewers. Dwayne Dudak of Entertainment Spotlight. Of course, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Dudak abides on Facebook, Twitter, uh, DwayneDudak.com, and longtime instructor of film at UW-Milwaukee. And my good buddy. Always look forward to our weekly chats. All those things. Thanks a lot, man.